Hello, hello, hello. Episode 8 of me, myself, and 40k, me being Robin, or also known as Inquisitor Archer on the internet. So, what have we got this week? We have the disgusting, we have the revolting, horrible, disease, death guard. So we're going to take a walk through the Valley of Boxes and we're going to take a look at what Games Workshop or Warhammer has in store for Death Guard. If you don't already know about this podcast, this podcast is basically for myself talking about 40k tabletop game, as it were, and my opinions and views on it. Without further ado, let's get into it, shall we? All right, all right, all right. So this week on me, myself, and 40k, we are going to talk about God of the Death, the Death of the God. 14th Legion, what is coming out? We know what's going to come out. This should be coming out this weekend, actually. And we've seen what they've posted, GW or Warhammer have posted for the guard, as it were. So we'll quickly go through all those things. And then we'll also go to the extra things that have come out, which they've revealed last weekend. Oh my lord, I'm kind of excited about a few of these. So we'll go through those as well. We'll go through the Death Guard stuff. And then we'll go to the next part, which will be our lucrative sponsor. Do, do, do. So carrying on, the Death Guard are obviously getting quite a bit. So we'll go, we'll actually do them last. So what are the new exciting stuff? Because the new exciting stuff is obviously Death Guard releases. Then after them, it will be the Dark Angels as well. In two weeks time, I'll be doing the Dark Angels episode. And hopefully we'll have Dan come and talk to us about the Dark Angels. And, however, the other two things I'm really excited for. One, and I'm excited for, Sister Battle are getting these weird things called Paragon Warsuits. They kind of look like somewhere in between half a mage dreadnought and a, a meat moop so- suit, like a robot suit, like the Tau use. They kind of look weird. Yeah, I don't like how... They've got like their arms with like the sword or the mace, and then they've got like a flamer or a melter or a heavy bolter. But then they've got like the little arms underneath the little control, like the little joystick controls. I mean, I can see that being the thing, but eh, that's my eh of disappointment. It's kind of like they think they've kind of not really thought about it because I mean, you'd have thought like, oh, they'd if they've got their like legs in the suit, why can't they have their arms and use their arms to? I don't know. They look weird because they're new, and obviously sister players aren't used to them. Well, I'm certainly not used to them. I, I sisters first came out, and they're all crazy. And the pennant engine was was weird as enough as it was. But now to have these uh, war suits, they really like war suits now, aren't they? Forty k, we've got the Invicta war suit, and I've got this war suit. They really like war suits now, don't they? Yeah, I'm not so sure about these. They look they look amazing models, but I'm just kind of concerned of you know how they how they're stylized and how they look the next part we want to go through is an update for one and only kill team farin nexus so space marines and necrons going to get some stuff because you know they're the go-to things well they're poster boys and obviously the poster boys need to fight something so at the moment it's necrons finally they've shown us that they're going to bring out in the box set the starter box set for the power nexus is they're going to bring out the new captain with a heavy bolt rifle in, obviously, like, Gresser, like, you know, heavy armor. And the new heavy intercessors with their heavy bolt rifles and, and cool guns like that. Which are good, but it's just more marines, isn't it? However, the other side of it, the Xenos side of it, 
the Necron's going to get this new Chronomancer. So a new Cryptek, which looks pretty funny. And then they're going to get plastic flayed ones, which is, they have to get plastic flayed ones because the having a resin, like horrible, nasty, fine cast resin ones, yeah, they need to, they need to, Warhammer, you need to start out all your range. All the resin stuff needs to be plastic now. God damn it. And then, yeah, Dark Angels at the end. Let's go quickly over the Death Guard and what they're going to get. I've got notes here, so if you hear me flipping over, that's why. So they're going to get a lot. So they've had a few things changed with the rules, as we know, posted out. So Discussion with Zealand is different. Contagions of Nurgle. Now, this is a fun one. They should have done this years ago, after edition after edition. You know, Death Guard, Plague Marines, you know, they're disgusting. They have, you know, coughs and colds, probably coronavirus. 41 millennium, you know, you know, 41k, you know, joke there. But like, you can make contagions now, and they should have had this ages ago. I don't know why. Warhammer again, they miss on so much. Contagions, yeah. That grow, so the first round is like one inch, next round it's three, six, and nine inches. So obviously, as they, you know, stumble towards you and they get closer to you, obviously, their contagion, their smelly, you know, their smelly armpits, you can smell them, you can smell them more. And that's good. I like that. It can only be used in Crusades, unfortunately, so the narrative Crusades. However, you can roll for it first, and then what happens is you earn points in the Crusade campaign and play Crusade yet, so I don't know. And then you can change Contagion, so it can, like, I don't know, I think it's like minuses to, like, hits and wounds and, and minuses to your toughness and things. That's really good. I like that. They should have more of that fluff in rules and skills and, and traits in other codexes. Combat Patrol box set coming out. I'll talk about that in a second. Then we have our new Lieutenant equivalent of the Nurgle. We have the Lord of Virtulence. Vir Virtulence, I believe. And also we have the crazy looking train feature or train piece. Because obviously that's what Warhammer love to do now. It's war piece, uh, uh, train pieces. And we have the Masmic Malignifier. And that looks like a big furnace that has like a furnace thing on the side of it. It kind of looks like a chemistry set. It's like when you when you used to like have the little Bunsen burn and then put like little like little bottle thing on top of it and then burn it. Yeah, it kind of looks like that. It's kind of look funky. So it's like it's pumping out like disgusting things like fungalness. That looks quite funny. I mean, I don't like the train pieces. Like for instance, when the Yorks came up with their mech shop, I was just like, eh. It looks a cool train piece, but the buffs were just not worth it. So apart from that, the only other rule I want to really talk about is actually boons for characters. So I don't know if it's just for Crusade, I can't remember, but boons for characters and a downside to it as well. So you can give boons to certain characters and kind of, you can make them like run faster, I think it's like three inches to their run or advance, I think. Uh, you make them like fightier, stronger, tougher, but then you roll for it and it's on a D33. No, I'm not going to explain a D33, it's just like that's the way you roll the dice. But if you roll the same... So if you've got like like a like one one boon and you want a second one for your character, you should roll the same boon as you got for the first one. They just they get something called spawndom. And basically they just turn to a chaos spawn. And I like chaos spawn. Chaos spawn are funny. And yeah, it's kind of funny how you one of your characters can just go like, I'm I'm a Nurgle champion. I need more stuff and gooey stuff. And then they just go and then it's turn to a chaos spawn. And then they're just like a mindless little born man. Right, going back to the Combat Patrol box, it's a pretty cool one. Well, I say that now, and I'm not going to rip the shit out of it. 39 models, that's pretty big, pretty big box to have for a starter set. 
However, what's in it is quite disappointing. One, you get Typhus the Traveller. Don't know why you get a named character in a star box set. I wouldn't do it. I would have put either a malignant playcaster, even a demon prince for God's sake, a Nurgle demon prince, or a Lord of Contagion. I mean, why not? It's a star box set. You don't give somebody a named character in a star box set. You're starting an army. These are these are supposed to be taking the place of army starts starter boxes. So you don't have a named character in that. So yeah, that's one that's really bad, I think. Next, you get seven plague marines, which yeah, you know, bread and butter of Death Guard. Then you get another character, which is the bio something uh, thinky majingy. So the guy with the globes on his back and he makes like globular poison things and he throws poison bottles at you. I would have changed that for a plague surgeon because I just like the plague surgeon model better. And also, so yeah, plague surgeon, keep your guys up, keep your guys running. And then you get 30 pox walkers. That's right, 30 pox walkers. So out of the 39 models you get in this set, more than, is it, yeah, more than two thirds of it is pox walkers. Great. Fantastic. So they're bringing out pox walkers in boxes of 10 now as well. And also they're bringing out, you can get like the three one, the three characters from the first Imperium edition, the eighth edition where they had all the, all the, all the new plague marine stuff. So it's like the Lightbringer and then the, the, the sorcerer, the caster. And also like there's a particular play champion in there as well. However, you get none of those in this box set. You just get loads and loads of plague zombies. And also another thing, I read somewhere that it's bad to bring lots of big models or mobs, as it were, so squads or mobs. So having a big mob of 30 poxwalkers, I don't think is viable anymore. So what's the point of having 30 of them? You want them in those kinds of sizes to then just mull forward and just like, you know, just kill everything and eat everything and just carry on like orcs. Well, not orcs, that shamble along like zombies. So there's no point in that. So if I redid the box set, I would say 20 poxwalker max 20 max plague marines yes more plague marines two boxes so that's 14 instead then you could have lord of the contagion and then a plague surgeon i think that's a lot better that's my opinions on all those things like i said i would have gone over the dark angels however like i said next episode will be dark angels so because we're talking about the 14th legion the death guard so now we will go on to our wonderful and our amazing Lucas sponsor. Part two of this Death Guard special episode. Right, so we're going to talk about Death Guard, if you didn't already know. However, we're actually going to talk about my thoughts on how sort of the Death Guard came to be. So we're going to go right back. 10,000 years to when the Primarchs, or everybody doesn't know this, Primarchs were the Emperor's basically children, genetic children, created by the Emperor, God knows how long ago. And then obviously he, they all got scattered, we presume by Mr. Chaos Gods. And then they're all found eventually by the Emperor and, you know, they all rejoiced and were merry. So we're actually going to talk about the one Primarch who is Mortarian. Mortarian, obviously being the Primarch of the 14th Legion on the Death Guard. We'll go, we'll run through, most people know this anyway, who are big 40k people, but obviously, like I said before, going through from, if somebody who's a beginner doesn't know this, I'll quickly run through his story. I'll give my thoughts on it, of how I thought it was sort of how the story went, and also how 
I feel about Mortarian, Files Mortarian, or whatever. The basic story is, and obviously if I'm quoting this, I'm quoting this off Wikipedia or the Lexicarum and obviously the Horace Heresy books or whatever. So give those obviously a heads up as they were. However, my short story of it, my short version of it is Mortarian was sort of warp travelled to Barbarous, Barbarous Deathworld. And Barbarous was a strange world, uh, and it basically was a death world because the atmosphere above, like, the mountain range was toxic and poisonous. So on the lower ground, it was fine, and people lived there. And obviously the colony of humans that were there were brought there ages ago, I'm guessing, and then obviously that was it. They were basically, that was it. And so they had this basically, so, like, the cloud coverage was all poisonous to a point where... You know, the people of, or the generations of people came into the world of Barbarous were pale and sickly. And all they did was like, it was a very sort of feudal sort of a state. So obviously I think the highest technology was steam, I think. Steam, sort of steam stuff. And the, rule, the, the, the world was ruled by warlords, basically. And there were necromancers, necromancer warlords where they would get types of like enemies and corpses and make their own undead legions and they'll fight against one another and they're fighting against basically who would own most of the people basically for their undead stupid experiments and stuff after one of these battles one of the warlords found mortarian as a child screaming and wailing and took him in and then taught him shit basically and became his like his father his adoptive father taught him all kinds of crap he grew up mortarian you know for one should not survive so that's why the necromancer lord was like oh this child's on the battlefield which should have died so he already knew that he was special anyway gave the name the child the name mortarian and then mortarian kept asking questions like oh what's beyond the fog and etc because obviously another thing i didn't know didn't say that the warlords lived in castles and things like above the ground so that where where the humans weren't and so they lived in castles like above the like the fog line as it were and Mortarian was obviously asking questions and the the warlord was like shut the hell up and do I do do as I bid. So Mortarian escaped. He found that there were more humans and you know there were peasantry and then like and he got in friends with them and then one time to get on their good side he helped them you know help them increase their crops and help them with harvesting etc and then they were attacked by another warlord a minor warlord not his foster father and he killed everyone with a with it with a half his scythe so obviously that's why his his main weapon is a scythe and so he, he actually just picked up a farming scythe and just killed all these undead people and also the warlord that was trying to kill them all banished into the fog and i thought oh you he won't be he won't be sort of trailed back to but then mortarian just like ran after him and killed him anyway in the fog so yeah that's what happened then what happened after that is mortarian made a revolution trained all the farmer people and then obviously equipped them and he equipped the strongest with like armor and called them his death guard so obviously that's where the name comes from and so obviously they're like his like almost like his elite men as it were or elite women or if they were women in them and they were clad in armor and had like breathers and stuff so they could like go into the fog and kill people this happened he overtook most of the warlords apart from one left he was obviously his foster father who lived in the highest point so basically in a fog which was so toxic that even Matarian had difficulty trying to breathe in it you know his super sort of transhuman super primar physiology couldn't deal with it and just so at that time the emperor came and said oh you know i'm a traveler from far far away you know blah 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 and he gave Mortarian a choice of basically he can prove his worth by and that was his words it's like prove him worthy prove his worthiness 
by going to kill this last warlord by himself, so not with any help whatsoever, or he has to bend one knee and basically say that the serve 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 the emperor. But obviously, he didn't know he was the emperor yet. So Motarian, being basically an idiot, did just say it right. Sod it. Start walking to the fog. Climbs up this mountain. Toxins literally break his armor, almost like melt his armor, rot his armor away. And he manages, even with his Primarch super physiology, he couldn't deal with the, the toxic fog so far up and kind of almost like collapsed. Before he collapsed, he was like shouting, like uh, shouting at the, the overlord, his, his father, like challenging him. And then obviously the last thing he sees is the world coming out, laughing at him, and then being stabbed by the emperor with his flamey sword. At that point, a voice came to his head, and it was actually Nurgle saying, oh, you know, you messed up, but however, I can give you the tools to basically come awesome. At that point, obviously, he had to, obviously, when he recovered, and the emperor took him back, and obviously then Mortian Tarion then bowed a knee and said, all right, oh, fine, I'll come with you. But already vengeance had, it was in his heart already, because he wanted to be the last one to defeat the last warlord, his foster father. And the emperor took that from him. And also the fact is that he he had it in his head, like he he wasn't worthy, because obviously he said was, the emperor said like, oh, be, you know, prove your worth by defeating the last warlord. And he didn't. So he already had in his heart that he wasn't worthy for the emperor himself anyway. So it's almost like a vengeance and sort of sort of jealousy was it jealousy i don't really know i'll say it's jealousy but vengeance and jealousy already was lingering in his heart and obviously becoming like you know a festering thing that he was gonna basically turn on the emperor at some point which he does so obviously then obviously that that all comes into rotation where yeah horace talks him into it he becomes one of the traitor primarchs the god of nurgle whoever the god of nurgle is is the basically god of plagues disease nastiness and then motarian becomes the basically the demon prince chosen champion of nurgle and death guard uh, follow him but the one thing that i did notice when i was reading about this was the death guard were obviously were first called the dusk raiders and then motarian came back chose kept the name death guard from his elites from his from his previous world barbara and i liked how part of the forces were from from earth or from terra but then he after he took over it motarian only took people from barbarous from the and obviously he only had people from that and there was like almost like a tension between the two sort of like generations so the barbarous generation of the death guard and the sort of the Terran based ones and there was like a almost like a few going on between them both and obviously then obviously I think Mortarian or Horus kills they, they do some kind of scheme and then they, they get rid of all the Terran ones and then they become the Death Guard and then they become all gooey and stuff and you know pussy and gooey and stuff and then yeah that's it really so yeah that's basically the whole story of Mortarian and obviously recently the most recent one is when obviously the 8th edition came out in obviously the game, as it were, the Warhammer game, where the Death Guard came out of the war and said hello to the Ultramarines on Ultramar and started like smashing them. And obviously that's when Rebuta Gilliman, the Primarch of the Ultramarines, were like, no, no, stop it, brother, stop it. And then Motaren was like, no, bitch, go away. And obviously smashed his face in. So that was good. I like how Rebuta Gilliman got his face smashed twice, not just by Magnus the Red, but also Motarian. So yeah, apart from that, my feelings on that, the whole story of the Death Guard and Mortarian, I actually feel really sorry for Mortarian because obviously he, yeah, I kind of feel for him because, yeah, one, he was thrown away, barbarous. He was raised by a douchebag, a necromancer warlord, dickhead. He then obviously was lied to at that point. He then obviously realized 
he was doing the wrong thing and then he obviously helped all these peasant people help them improve their like farming improve their i'm guessing improved everything their economy their you know their technology etc and then a stranger from somewhere comes from somewhere and says oh show me your worth by killing the last warlord obviously materian couldn't do it then he sees this stranger take his opportunity away his vengeance because basically it was vengeance that like he was obviously that's what i've read anyway vengeance on his stepfather or his foster father and obviously he thinks that the emperor doesn't think he's worthy because obviously he couldn't do what the emperor told him to do i that's i that's really it's almost like every i think it's like every sort of every every child sort of like oh no i've, I've disappointed mom and dad bash my head against the wall I felt that as a child when I was growing up, you know, trying to be the best you can be. So I can almost like relate to Motarian in a way. But yeah, after being too depressing about that, I can, I like the, I like this kind of thing that Motarian has. Like he's, he's not worthy of the Emperor. And that's why he became friends with Horus and um, Conrad, Conrad the uh, Haunter, the Night Lord Haunter. So my thoughts on it is, I think he should have been given his chance for vengeance against his foster father. However, you know, in a fair fight, as it were, I mean, he'd have then, obviously, the emperor would have gone away and said, okay, fine, whatever. But then, you know, he could have came back and said, you know, you can join me if you want to at any point. Da, da, da. So, obviously, I think, I do think the emperor went around the wrong way doing that. Don't know. That's just my view on it, really. But you can definitely tell how the vengeance and, like, the, like, the, not jealous it's not really jealousy it's more like it's like what do you call it it's more like self-doubt really isn't it like self-doubt to manifest and like boil in his mind and boil in his heart and like mutate and stuff in his heart and become festering and then obviously saying like yeah i'm gonna be a traitor and you know go against dad basically the emperor i like it at the same time it, it is a bit unfair Lotarian, but obviously he has done the wrong thing and obviously been a traitor except you know now he's got a disgusting disgusting army of Death Guard who follow him and, you know, are disgusting and they have, like, horrible contagions and plagues and shit that follow them. But, you know, that's what you get from being the ones of uh, Nurgle, as it were. Yeah. So, I would say, yeah, I do apologise. Uh, there's no chat along this week. Nobody wants to chat with me. Oh, well. So, we'll move on to the next part, awesome part, the best part, I think, of the soul, with the quizzes with the misses. With Amber, we'll learn about or try and find out what the Death Guard are. <laughs> As usual, if you want to follow me and Amber along in the quiz, I will tell you beforehand what the models we are looking at. So if you're following along, obviously put these in Google and they will come up for you so you know what we're talking about. So for question one, it will be the Death Shroud Bodyguard. The second question will be the Foul Blightspawn. The third one will be Pox Walkers. And the fourth one will be a malignant playcaster. So thank you very much and on to the quiz. Hello everyone and welcome to the last part of this episode 8 of my podcast. Me, myself and 40k. This is the best part of the quizzes with the misses. So I have as usual the wonderful, the amazing, the talented, the bright, the future of podcast maybe. Amber. Hi Amber. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hi! You, you didn't like that intro, did you? No, it's too high expectation. Mm. You should you should say the really disgust, ugly, and then and then it'll be a pleasant surprise. Oh, I see. Anyway, we're talking about Death Guard today. Hence the disgusting, ugly. Right, yes! That'd be kind of clever. Yeah, I didn't realise that. Okay, so yes, Death Guard today. I'll try not to say so, or maybe, or anyway. Too much. So we've got four 
different Death Guard units. There are, I think, believe two characters and then there's two units. Okay, we're all different. And as usual, just three different ones. And then you got the pictures there. So we're gonna go straight into it, yeah? Right, so the first one, you look, take a look at them. Mm-hmm. They look nice, don't they? You know, meet them on a dark alleyway. Yeah. Are these, number one, A, Plague Reaper Terminators, B, Plague Scythe Terminators, or C, are they Death Shroud Bodyguard? I don't know. Mm, good, good. Yep. Yeah, I mean, they do look reaperish with their sides. sides. Their reaper sides. Um. But do they look like plague side? Plaguey. I mean, they are a bit gross and weird shit coming out of their armor with tongues. Yep. That can I ask a question. Go. On. So the guy at the front has mm. teeth and a big tongue. Yeah. Is that something alive? Is part of him or is it part of his armor? Part of him because it's like a mutation. So yeah, it's almost like that's grown from him. And will these attack people? Like, will this like chomp on people? Yeah, I guess so. Because I mean, yeah, it is a big, big, massive, big, massive jaw with teeth in it. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. But basically, they're, yeah, they're just plagues. So they've got like tentacles and teeth and extra bits and. And you want an answer? Mm, well, well, I mean, if I went to chaos, if I did a chaos army. Death Guard would be very high up on my my list. They're just so gross. Yep. Okay, anyway. Yep. Um, Plague Reaper, Plague Scythe, Death Shroud. I'm going to go with my first one, so Plague Reaper Terminators. Plague Reaper Terminators. They actually are Death Shroud Bodyguard. Oh, what? That's yeah. a crap name. Yeah, so these are, well, they are Terminators, and they use things called Man Reapers, so that's, that's what they're wrapping is. Man Reaper and they're basically the big size, and also they take after their Primarch Mortarian, who uses a big Man Reaper scythe, basically. Mm. And they actually are his bodyguard, so like his first like line of defense, as it were. Oh, okay. So they're all Terminators, and they all have these big, big scythes, as it were. Mm. So, you yeah. tricked me. I did. You two spoofs in. I did. Ha 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 ha. So number two, if you could move along. Ooh. All right, so this is the character model. It's got a little, a little nurgling. nurgling. Yeah, yeah. got a little nurgling, yeah, a little friend. And a head hanging off him. His crotch, which is yep. always where you want a head. Yeah, swinging in the wind. Swinging in the wind. Yeah, okay. Okay, so number two, is it A, a foul blight spawn? Is it B, a pestilence grenadier? Or is it C, a bubonic spawn spreader? Ooh, you've made these really hard. Because <laughs> I, well, I don't like the first one, but I think the, the second and, th- well, B and C, should I say, not second and third, are quite, I, I believe those, if Warhammer said that it was either of those. I can't see if he's got an idea, but he's only got one. He's got a grenade in his hand. Then I don't know. Well, I'm going to go again with my first thought, and I'll go with B. B? Yep. So you think it's a pestilence grenadier? Yeah. Uh, it's actually A. Really? A foul blight spot. That's yes. a rubbish name. <laughs> Your names are better. <laughs> Thank you. Right so, in. yeah, this guy is basically, he is basically a grenadier. He makes certain grenades better, and he's like a, he would, if you have him in your army, he gives like a buff to like people with their grenade, like plague Aww. grenades and stuff like that. So, yeah. Foul. Yeah. Don't like it. No. No. Right, GW, pestilence grenadiers. Pestilence grenadiers. Or bubonic spawn spreader. I thought it was quite good, that's Yeah, well done. Thank you. 10 out of 10 for inspiration. Moving on quickly to number three. You might have seen these before, actually. Yeah, the zombies of Plague. Mm. So are they A, Plague Walkers, B, Pox Walkers, or are they C, Plague Bearers? B, Pox Walkers. Are you sure? No, I don't know. You don't know? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, I no, hold that face. Maybe I'm just doing it just to just no, do it. No, I'm going for B. So you're going for B? Yeah. Did it, did it. 
ding, they are pox walkers, and I'm sure you knew what they were anyway because I've used them before, and oh, you've yeah, seen and them. I've used them because we've got one called Patrick. Yeah, Patrick and Pox Walker. Uh, it was the first. Well, actually, Death Guard. I do actually quite like them, even though they're disgusting. Because the first time we played Kill Team, you used I you used, used Death Guard. Used my Death Guard, didn't you? Against then? your Death Watch, was it? Did I use Death Watch or did I'm I sure use Pox? I can't remember. Either way, I used either one. Mm. Um, yeah, well done. So basically, Pox Walkers are just millions and upon billions of people who basically are either civilians or people of the defence force, basically Imperial Guard, who have just taken on the plague and just like come. Basically, they, they are basically dead. They are, just yeah. basically, they are basically just zombies and they're just like been Ooh. given the plague, as it were. He's got a sharp elbow, don't want him imagine you. Yeah, they've got kind of weird things going on, haven't they? Hey, maybe we should dress up as these. <laughs> and and then shamble people, around. And then people would keep social distance from us. Yeah, we could do. Quite cool. Oh no, I'm going to Google if I've um, caused Pox Walker. Or a zombie or something like yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, you could do that, yeah. Do that. But you have to have like like a fake arm, like holding your arm and stuff like that. Yeah. And like <gasps> goo stuff coming out the other arm. That'd, that'd, be, that, that'd be kind of funny, yeah. <laughs> Number four. Last one, number four. I don't know if you might know this one or not, because I think I might have mentioned it before. Oh, but why is this? Yeah, he's weird like sticking. Yeah, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's either like some kind of plague thing he's casting, or it's like custard. I don't know. It looks like custard. It does look like custard with flies on it. That's what yeah. I thought as well. <laughs> so <laughs> is custard man an option here? I mean, yeah. I mean, if you want to say custard man, but <laughs> so is he a noxious blight bringer is he b a maleficent plague caster or is he c festering contagion caster Ooh, i don't think you've mentioned him and if you have i've obviously mm. got him but so i'm gonna i'm gonna bet that he's a psycho yeah well i gathered that by his mm. stiff well but he reminds me of something it's poo stick poo stick yeah he reminds me of something i can't think what probably out of film or something like that but he hmm. Noxious Blightbringer, Maleficent Playcaster, Festering Contagion. Oh, I don't know if to go with A or B. Mm-hmm. <sighs> not, not, not Custard Caster. Custard Caster. <laughs> Number D. I'll Number D. With... Custard Caster. Other. Plague Custard, Custard Caster. Plague Custard Caster. Custard Caster. I really don't know, you know. Um, no matter what I pick, I feel like it's going to be wrong. Hmm. Go gut instinct. Just go over there. Well, I want to say A because there's two caster ones and now you mm, already mm, threw me off mm. before, but then I don't know if Or you, you could just go B and just die, just because that's what you've done, Scott. B can, and you could go like totally constantly like just B. Or time. maybe you're just telling me to do that, so then I lose. I, I could be. Or it could be Ryan. You could just... <laughs> no, I'm going to go with A. Oh, A. So you're going to go with Noxious Blightbringer. Yeah. Uh, it was actually B. It was B. It was B. <laughs> so, but actually, Noxious Blightbringer is actually another model. Oh, okay. See, yeah. I feel like I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Which he's the guy, He's an, and you can get the caster and the Blightbringer and another one, is I think it's a play champion, all in like a set now. Oh, okay. But the Blightbringer, I don't even mind seeing it, but he's got like a... Um, He's got like a big bell above him, mm. and he's got like a big like 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 half, half circle like um, twig, and he's got like a big bell that rings between him. Oh okay. Yeah, and he's in like I think he's in Terminator armor as well. So he's an noxious Blightbringer. But yes, the Maleficent Plague Caster obviously is basically a librarian version of a Plague Marine, basically. Yeah. So, but what what the thing is is the Primarch Matarian again didn't like psychers at all. And it's mm. kind of strange that there's actually quite a like, few psychers in Plague Marines. Yeah, Plague Marines and the Death Guard. Kind of funny that. I, didn't, I, I only found that out by reading Mortarian's like, history and, and obviously I'll talk about it in the second part as it were. So it's kind of funny that. Yeah. And he's a psycho himself. 
So it's like kind of like... How can a psyker hate psychics? Well, he didn't know he was a psyker, I think, until like it manifested later on, I think. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's, it's some weird Warhammer shit. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Two out of four. Not bad, not bad. Oh, sorry. One out of four. Sorry. My bad. Bring it down a little. <sighs> nah. You're just going to get the brown M&Ms to, this week, aren't you? I don't know if I'll get any M&Ms, to be honest with you. <laughs> no, I can't say I know much about Death Guard. You don't really talk about Death Guard. No, I didn't know anything about it until I... I didn't know much about them, but I think I knew enough to get by. But then now I've actually researched about Matarian. It's actually quite interesting. And it's yeah. quite interesting, Matarian as a Primarch, and how he, I guess, can obviously listen to part two. But yeah, it's quite interesting how he became the Primarch and how he sort of did what he did and stuff like that in the mm. history so yeah i actually do feel for materia mm. even though he is a demonic like demon prince champion of the Nurgle, and he wants to kill everything but yeah yeah you've really simplified a lot yeah. Mm. yeah thank you for joining me again for quiz with the missus as every uh, every two weeks you love it don't you you just you can't wait for it can you for me or people listen both both yeah both, absolutely yeah. Why I, not? Always, I always enjoy, enjoy our quizzes yeah and I thought you, you've learned something. You've learned. Yeah, I've learned that I'm shit at squares, <laughs> is what I've learned. <laughs> well, you never know. Next week, oh, sorry, two weeks' time, it's going to be Dark Angels. So, you know you know lots of things about Dark Angels, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of course, yeah. Of course, yeah. Of course I do. I yeah. read about them every Dark night. Dark Angels and, and, their, and their homeworld, like, blown up. And then, like, you know, they're all after the Fallen and well, Cypher and they've got, like, an inner circle. What I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna down and <laughs> there, you know. Yeah, that's probably the best person to ask because I'm actually not gonna read up about anything about Dark Angels, and I'm gonna actually have Dan tell me everything about it instead. Okay. Unless I need to do something, in, well, I have to do something part two, so I'll probably tell you a little bit about it. Well, to the listeners, enjoy the hours of Dan's voice next episode because. Next episode. Yeah. Dan loves Dark Angels and he'll talk to you until you slap him on the face to stop him, really. If you can reach him. If you can reach because he's, 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 he's a giant. So. He's, like a, he's like a space marine. So yes, thank you very much. And as usual, get in touch with any ideas or, or feedback or things like that at my new Gmail. So it's obviously me, myself and 40k, all lowercase one word at gmail.com and anything and I will read them and get back to you. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. But obviously feedback is great. But yeah, that's it. So like I said, in two weeks time, be the Dark Angels. Dark Angels cool. Oh, well, thank you again. You're Amber. And uh, that's it. That's episode eight. Done and dusted. See you soon. Bye. Bye everyone.